0: Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Matthew. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause and be still and be aware of God's presence. O God, King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. I ask that you draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Proverbs 21. The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked are sin. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a snare of death. The violence of the wicked will sweep them away because they refuse to do what is just. The way of the guilty is crooked, but the conduct of the pure is upright. It is better to live in the corner of a housetop than in a house was shared with a quarrelsome wife. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no mercy in his eyes. When a scoffer is punished, the simple becomes wise. When a wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. The righteous one observes the house of the wicked. He throws the wicked down to ruin. Whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. A gift in secret averts anger, and a concealed bribe strong wrath. When justice is done, it is a joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. One who wanders from the way of good sense will rest in the assembly of the dead. Whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man, he who loves wine and oil will not be rich. The wicked is a ransom for the righteous, and the traitor for the upright. It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. Precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it. Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Scoffer is the name of the arrogant, haughty man who acts with arrogant pride. The desire of the sluggard kills him, for his hands refuse to labor. All day long he craves and craves, but the righteous gives and does not hold back. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, how much more when he brings it with evil intent. A false witness will perish, but the word of a man who hears will endure. A wicked man puts on a bold face, but the upright gives thought to his ways. No wisdom, no understanding, no counsel can avail against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you ever ask yourself, if there's grace, then does it really matter if I sin? Or does it really matter to God if my decisions and actions are righteous? Paul answers this in Romans 6. Proverbs elaborates on more specific scenarios, on, on more specific scenarios and allows the reader to see what wisdom and discernment look like in practical applications. There's a lot to unpack from this chapter, so for the sake of time, let's focus on a single theme that st- stands out. Our decisions and how we make them are important as we seek to glorify God. Verse 2 states that every person believes they are making good decisions. But God's interest is deeper than the decision. It's the motivation behind it. Verse 10 and 11 stood out too. the soul of the wicked is noticed by his neighbor in the lack of mercy. And yet punishment brings enlightenment to those of us who have hope. I wonder what punishments I'm experiencing right now that are part of God's refining process in my life. Verse 17, 20 through 21 stood out to me as well. I love to enjoy what life has to offer, the wine and oil, if you will. It says that a wise man stores these things away, or does not consume them immediately, but exercises self-control of his appetite. Verse 21 explains that because our pursuit as Christians is not for the immediate satisfaction, the fruit of pursuing righteousness and kindness is that we're promised life, we're promised righteousness, and we're promised honor. These aren't consumables, they're long-lasting. I love how this chapter ends, verse 31. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. I had a chance to ride a horse a few months ago, and uh, when you steer a horse, you recognize what you're doing is suggesting it move toward a direction, and that you will see benefit uh, for both of you if the horse follows that suggestion. The horse still can decide if he wants to participate in your guidance, though. We can have fun in unison, or we can wrestle our wills all day until we're both exhausted. Our Lord is wisely shepherding us and preparing us for daily battles. He knows He has won, but He wants us to participate in His victory by showing us a better way to live our lives and bring His kingdom to what we have already broken. Take some time to reflect on some of the challenges that might feel like punishments from God. Share them with someone and ask if they can pray for you to gain wisdom as you seek to understand what God is teaching you. Lord, thank you for your wisdom and your grace that surrounds us. Thank you for allowing us to participate in your work and your victory. Thank you for your word that allows us to reflect and better understand who you are and for your spirit that you've given us to translate to our daily lives. Lord, forgive us when we're stubborn, bent on our own glory and not yours. We thank you for continued opportunities to steward what we've been given. I ask that we be wise, seek righteousness and kindness to everyone we interact with through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come, amen.